Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, Brittany. So I want to talk a little bit today about like when the the internet was more of like a wild, wild west. And what I mean by that is the wild, wild west is kind of associated. And I can't remember if Connor and I have done an episode on this yet or we're going to. I feel like it was we were going to and I should probably remind him of that. Um, but of the wild west is like a time when it was people associate with like cowboys and lawlessness mm-hmm. and outlaws and all this stuff. But um, what it really meant is that people just had a lot of freedom and that scared some people, but it was just like, yeah, people had a lot of freedom and that that actually was a good thing in a lot of ways. Um, and uh, so when we say Wild West of the internet, it means it was a time when it was not really regulated and there was a lot of freedom. And I want to talk about like what exactly that was like because it's crazy to, just to me how much the internet has changed. I remember... I remember getting on the internet for the first time, and this is going to sound hilarious. Like, you would get, like, CDs. You know what a CD mm-hmm. is? A little disc in the mail, and it would be like, here They're is like DVDs. hours. It's like DVDs, if you even know what those are. But uh, it was like, it was like uh, you'd get, like, 100 free hours on America Online, AOL is what it was called, and you'd, like, install it, and you'd get a certain amount of, like, hours for free. It was it's so funny and it took your phone line so like you nobody could use the phone unless you had two phone lines unless you were super fancy nobody could get on the phone like it was just it was such a different world back then and the internet wasn't what it was because a lot of people weren't really on it yet or using it I like I remember the first time I got in the on the internet I think I was 10 years old I don't know Ronnie do you remember how old you were um I was probably about the same but I think I'm a couple years older than you so it was couple years before you probably because I remember before AOL what was before AOL it was a uh it was compute let's see CompuServe and Prodigy and even before that I remember connecting online with my dad and I don't even it was just like typing on a black screen to my cousins in, in a different city and we were t- like typing back and forth. I don't even know what there was then, but it was a long time that ago. That is, see, that is great. Yeah, that is even, that is before my time. That's pretty cool though. Uh, I love hearing about this because it doesn't seem, you'll remember or you'll realize this when you get older kids, is that like time is so weird. Like oh, it seems like a long time ago, but then I'm like, wait, it doesn't feel like that long. I remember the first time I got on the internet. I remember my first email address. It was like about Star Wars. It was like a Star Wars <laughs> email. I think it was something about Yoda because I loved Yoda. I had a poster of Yoda on my wall. I forgot about that. That's so funny. Um, so yeah, it was a place that was so new. And fun fact, I believe it was in Utah where the internet like worked for the first time or something. I remember Utah really? plays a role. I'm from Utah. That's why yeah, I get excited. And uh, Connor lives there and so is Ronnie. So we have a lot I of do now, Utah yeah. people. Yeah. Um, so this was a time when the internet wasn't regulated by the government. And a lot of that was, it was just so new. Nobody knew how to regulate it. It reminds me of Bitcoin. When I first got into Bitcoin, it it wasn't monitored at all by the government because nobody knew what it was yet. Like they didn't even know it it could be, but obviously the government regulates everything when it becomes popular. So it was only a matter of time. Although to be fair, you're talking, when you talk about the wild west, 
just like the cowboys back then, it was unregulated, but there was also a lot of chaos and confusion. Everyone had their own programming languages. There mm. wasn't a cohesive communication across everywhere. Different groups kind of communicated differently. Um, like I That's remember the early days of even um, programming websites and using HTML. And at the time, HTML was kind of the standard, but then as things grew, you know, there became different programming languages, uh, you know, CSS and things like that. So I remember is just Python, in the early is days. Is that what Python is? Is Python a language? Yeah, I'm not as familiar with it, but I think okay. it's another programming language. Or I think, I don't know if it's website design. I think it's something else. Okay. I think it's more for programs. I could be wrong. I know people out there probably know much better than me. But so in the early days, it was, yeah, unregulated, which was great. There was so much freedom, but it was a lot of people all trying to figure out this, like this new place is very exciting. Like, what do we do? How do we connect? Yeah. What can we do here? And so uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. But at the beginning, there was um, a lot of mismatch of um, like programming communication styles too. Okay. So that's, so I'm loving that you're bringing in some of the like <laughs> techie stuff. Cause again, I'm not techie, right? I only remember uh, the stuff that I use that other people coded and did for me. So, so really, yeah, please jump in whenever. Cause I don't know that end of it. I just know as far as, as the internet itself was, it wasn't, it wasn't very regulated. And this is really interesting to me because that is how a lot of like, like different ideologies were spread because there were a lot of people who learned how to use like these chat rooms and, and share thoughts or even like, and I say this in scare quotes, conspiracies, because some of them are have turned out, and a lot of them have turned out to be true, right? So like this is where that stuff was talked about. And because like this is the beacon of, of free speech at the time because it's not regulated. So people shared all their ideas, the good, the bad, the ugly. All of it was was something that you could you could get a hold of if you knew where to look. And I don't remember. So this is before search engines. So there was no like Google where you could just like type in something yeah. you wanted to find. So Ronnie, you probably know this better than before I do. Google. You- there was uh, Yahoo, and then before Who? Yahoo, there was Alta Alta Vista. Alta Vista, and there was Ask the first big one. The oh yeah, Ask Jeeves too, which yeah. wasn't very good. Um, so what about back in this day, Ronnie? If you wanted to find a topic or find like a a forum, a chat room, which is exactly what it sounds like. You could talk to people type with typing. Um, how would you find like, how would you find like-minded people? How would you so do that? Back, back then, um, so you mentioned AOL or America Online. That was, um, oh, I forget what it's called, an internet service, I think. So most people would go there first before they even went out into the internet. Uh, at the beginning, people didn't That really just connected you the to the internet. internet yeah. was, yeah. Most people just went to these communities um, so America online was one and that had like chat rooms and you could search there. And then if you actually wanted to search for information, then you would go and click on, um, something to whatever the search engine was. And then you would go out into the big, bad World Wide web and search there. But before America online, there was at least that I used, there was, um, CompuServe and Prodigy. And I can't remember which came first, um, which one of them came first. I think, Prodigy is the earliest, I think, because at least on CompuServe, there was some very basic games that you could play, like very okay. basic chat rooms. But Prodigy, I think, didn't even, I don't know, I'm like, you know, 12 years old, um, didn't really, <laughs> maybe I just didn't know how to access it, which is maybe <laughs> a good thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember how you would connect them. But yeah, so originally, before you got on the World Wide Web, 
you would go through one of these internet services like America Online or CompuServe or Prodigy or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So that was um, – yeah, that's crazy uh, just to think of how much everything has changed. But so basically, yeah, there was a lot of freedom on this. There were no rules for like against like free speech so people could talk about what they want. Now that means that you had to sift through some stuff maybe you did not want to see that was like – graphic or not good, right? And so you were able to choose what you wanted, what content you wanted to see for yourself, which is something I think we're missing out on today. But also, you have to remember there were no like algorithms, like this code that that shows you what you want to see. And so people had more access to probably some things that maybe mm-hmm. they wouldn't have stumbled on naturally, which exposed them to new things. Um, and you had like, like Napster. Napster was like Spotify, oh, but yeah. not at all. <laughs> Napster yeah. was where People learned how to upload music and turn it into a digital file, which was huge back then. That just didn't happen. You didn't have that. So taking it from CDs and and tapes and like you would upload it to a network and then somebody could download that file to their computer. And this was incredible. I mean, this got people access to music they probably would have never heard before because before you had to like go to a record store and whatever CDs they had, that's what you could listen to. Sometimes you could special order one if you knew what it was. But that was called peer-to-peer file sharing. And the government, that's when they really started cracking down on regulation because the music industry wasn't happy about it. They didn't see the benefits back then to having their music go to more people and then people wanting to buy, like, T-shirts and go to concerts. Like, they didn't see it that way. They just saw that people were stealing music. And so the government really started cracking down when the music industry uh, got on them to do that. But that that wasn't the end of it because you can't really let the market down. Then there was something called called LimeWire, which was the same thing. And I think it was Kazam, oh, which right. was the same thing. I forgot thing. about that. Yeah. And then even more so, Pirate Bay was where um, I used to – I don't pirate so much anymore because now we have Netflix and everything. In fact, I haven't in years. But where you could like pirate – like you could download music and movies and all this stuff like kind of without like an, an anonymous server without the government finding out. So there used to be a lot more freedom. It, the used, internet used to look very different than it does today. Um, and if you want to hear more about this, we um, wrote about this for one of the Tuttle Twins uh, magazine issues. Yeah. So you can for read the more June on it there. Issue. For the June issue. Yeah. So um, I just think it's really interesting to see how far we've come and where we went and the impact regulation has. But we'll leave it at there. If you want to read more, don't forget to get our magazine. So we will leave it there. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share this podcast with friends. And until next time, we will talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.